Yo, yo, what's going on? What's going on, good people? Pastor Lamarcus here with another episode of Own Your Mark. Man, listen, I'm so excited to be with you guys today as we uh, dive into uh, this idea of being a mountain mover. I'm talking about having faith, man. Faith, the size of a mustard seed that moves mountains. Faith that speaks to our situation and causes it to change. But here's the real thing. Faith that maintains its trust, that maintains and hold on to what God said. Uh, we have been dealing with uh, kind of in, in the middle of a uh, series on forgiveness and God just been really dealing with my heart on this whole idea of faith. So we're, we're kind of doing a, a double series. We're doing one uh, on forgiveness and at the same time we're doing one on faith. So you'll kind of see those interspersed throughout the podcast. But man, I'm so excited to be bringing this to you. Um, on kind of our first uh, installment of our the the idea of being a mountain mover, we talked about what what faith really means, what faith that moves mountains really looks like, and and how what it really looks like is the fact that even though there is something there, even though there is an obstacle, even though there may be a hindrance or a hiccup, a disability, whatever the case may be. God's power, God's might, God's word is too strong for that thing to keep us from where he's called us to be. So, so we explore the idea of mountain moving faith, not necessarily being the fact that the mountain actually gets out of our way, but that the, our faith in God is so strong and the word of God is so strong that despite the obstacle, we still get the promises of God. We still reach where we want to go. We still get to the destination God has for us. I, if you didn't listen to that, if you hadn't had a chance to listen to Mountain Movers, man, I want you to uh, really dive in. I want to encourage you to listen to that. Today, I want to talk about the idea of being a mountain mover in, in this sense. In this sense, we don't go by what we see. We go by what God said. We, 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 that's that's something we got to do a much better job of, uh, particularly as Christians, man, because sometimes what we see is is so potent, it's so relevant, it's right there in our face and it's so pervasive that we start to acclimate and we start to uh, adjust to the sight. We start to, well, since I see this, then I need to do. No, 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 no. What did God say? So, so in every situation, we find ourselves uh, looking at the promises of God and where he's calling us and where he's leading us and what he's talking to us about and what he's telling us, what his word is directing us to do. And then we see something different. We, we got to make sure we don't let our sight change our mind from, from what we see. I think I gave this example in uh, our Mound Movers podcast uh, about um, uh, about the boy. Uh, there, were, there was a report. I, I can't remember exactly what uh, station reported on it, but there was a report, a report about a young man who uh, had a who, who was was blind, but his blindness caused his other senses to be super heightened, particularly his sense of hearing. And this guy, this guy was so talented that he was able to skateboard without sight. He could literally go to the skateboard parks and and go up and down the ramps, and he would skate. He would skateboard down the street. And and what he did was he learned to to utilize sound. He would make a clicking sound in his mouth. Uh, and that sound, him hearing that sound would, would in his brain, it would map, even though he couldn't see, it would give him a map in his brain of the things that were around him based on how the sound bounced off and reverberated off the items around him. So he could utilize his sound. He couldn't see, but he could utilize his hearing and the sound to actually 
map out what was around him and maneuver. And it was just incredible. And and, and I'm telling you, I got to I got to use that, man, because as Christians, we can't go by what we see. We have to go by what is sound. Like we, we, we can't go by the things that we see. We got to go by what is sound. What is sound? The word of God is sound. And, and again, sometimes we can be so reliant on our sight that that watch this. Our sight actually becomes hindering. The, the sight becomes a hindrance to us because what we see, we start to make decisions based on that versus making decisions what's uh, based on what sound. We have to learn to make decisions on what sound, what what the what God says, what the word is, the thing we can stand on. And it's funny, too, because I I, um, I mean, obviously, I, I, I studied business when I was in, in undergrad and uh, did a lot in, in marketing and things of that nature. And a lot of times my wife will be my wife and I will be watching TV and I'll ask her because of, of some of my training. I'll ask her now, now, what did what did you just see on that uh, with that commercial? And she'll explain what, what she saw and what she thinks she's going to get if she purchases the the uh, the advertised item. And I would tell I would rewind back, you know, the, the, the TV now allows you to go back and, and relook at the things I would re rewind back. And I would say, OK, now what don't don't look at what you saw listen to what they said and based on what they said now what are you going to get and she was like wow i can't believe that i was like yeah because even even the the advertisers they know we're so sight driven and and, and they're only obligated to do watch this they're only obligated to do what they said they can show you whatever picture they want to show you they can show you whatever picture they want to show you. The, the problem is if the picture corresponds to the writing or corresponds to what they said, now they have to honor that. They have to honor that. That's why you, you watch a car commercial and they'll show you this car. I mean, lock stock. It is decked out. It has all the bells and whistles. And then they'll say, price starting at and they'll give you a starting price and then down below you if you keep reading the small print it'll say this item is this much and the, the item they showed you is 20 30 000 more than the starting price because they know we're so driven by sight we'll think wow look at i can get all this if i see this and i'm telling you we have to be so careful that we don't allow our sight to drive us. We, we have to go on not what we see. We have to go on what is said. We have to be savvy enough to see that. And I'm telling you, faith is this way. F faith is that thing that, that allows us to really not, not just go on, on what we see, but, but take a deeper dive and see, okay, what was said? Faith, faith says, no, 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 we can't rely on just what we see. We have to rely on what God has said. Watch this. We have to rely on what is sound and what is sound is what God says. Sight can sometimes rob us uh, and, and many times rob us of what God intends for us to have. I, I'll show you. I'll, I'll, I'll use this as, as a proof text of this. You, you remember the children of Israel came out of slavery in Egypt and God took them over to the promised land. Uh, the promised land was about 11 to 13 day journey from from Egypt uh, to the land that God had promised them. And when they got over there uh, and, and saw the land, this is what they said. Oh, man, it is just like God. Watch this said it is everything that God said. But we see some giants over there. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. We, we, we can't go on what we see. 
We have to go on what God said. Is it not just like God said? Yes, everything God said is over there. It's just like God said, but we also see some giants over there. And because they relied more on what they saw versus what God said, what was an 11 to 13 day journey turned into 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. And I'm telling you, man, sometimes God will give us a promise. God will say something to us and we'll fool around and start investigating that thing and start seeing some things that are a little frightening. Start seeing some things that don't quite make sense. Start seeing some things that are uneasy to us. And then all of a sudden we will rely more on what we see than what God said. And it will cost us the blessings of the Lord. It cost us the things that God had intended for us to have. We have to be so careful, man. It Listen, it can look however it wants to look, but what did God say? It doesn't matter what it looks like. We have to go on what he said. So we got to learn that, man. We got to learn to use our our spiritual eyes and, and understand that, that the obstacles are always going to be too big for us in our natural eye. What we see is always going to be too big, but our spiritual eye, what that does is it allows us to see past the obstacle. Watch this, past the mountain unto the other side. It allows us to see through the, the murk and through the mire, through the difficulty, through the hard, through the giants. It allows us to see through that so that we can see what God said and then hold on to that. We have to be careful about that. We see this man with uh, with Jesus and his disciples in the boat. This is this is so so potent and so fascinating to me all all at the same time. Jesus and his disciples get into the boat and Jesus says something very very important. He says something very very important. This is what he says. Let us go over to the other side. Let me say that again because it's going to be very important for us here now. Jesus says something very, very important to his disciples. Let us get into the boat and go over to the other side. Now, now I, I got to preface this because if, if what Jesus said was, hey, let me, let James, let John, let, let just, just us, let just us three get in the boat and go to the other side, that'd be different. But 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 he didn't specify. He said, let us. So everybody that's with me, all of us, let us get in the boat and go over to the other side. Now, the reason the reason that that's so important is because that's what Jesus said. And remember, we have to go on what is sound and what is sound is what Jesus said. That's what we heard in our ears. He opened his mouth. He spoke that. That's what he said. Now, now. Sight will make us lose sight of what sound. Follow me now. Sight will make us lose sight of what sound. What is sound is what Jesus said. But now what we see is making me lose sight of that. Because when we get in this boat and the wind comes and the waves come and the water is beating into the boat. Now I see that I'm in danger. Now I see that things have gotten difficult. Now I see that the wind is against me. Now I see that the waves are beating into the boat. Now I see that the water is filling the boat until it's about to overtake the boat. I see trouble. And now I've lost track of what sound. What did Jesus say? He said, let us go to the other side. And, and the word, here's the thing that we have to remember because this is so relevant for our lives. This is so practical in our lives today. The word of God, the words of Jesus, they are sound. And here's why they're so sound. Because they're actually promises. 
when God opens his mouth, when Jesus utters his words, he's actually giving us a promise. And sometimes what we again, we have to learn to hear it that way. We have to learn that what what God is saying, his word is truth. His word is sound. His word is solid. I can stand on that. When Jesus is telling me something, his word is a promise. His word is, is going to be fulfilled. It is sound. I can stand on that. And, and we, we got to understand that. So that way, no matter what comes at us, it does not shake us because we are holding on to the fact that no, 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 no. I, I know what I'm looking at. I know how bad it looks. I know how crazy it looks. I know how dangerous it looks. I know how fearful it makes me feel. Again, remember what we talked about. Anger anger is not this thing, or, or excuse me, fear is not, not just something that's that can overtake us. Fear is real. Don't, don't misunderstand me, but it's how we feel in the moment. Fear is how we feel in the moment, but it's not directive in the sense that it it makes our, our, our it, it forces us to act in that way. We still decide how we act. And man, I'm looking at all this stuff and whoo, this is a lot. This is this is scary. This is fearful. It's it's windy. I, I've never been anything in anything like this. Okay, I understand. But what can you hold on to? What's sound in this situation? What is firm? What's your what what what's firm? What's your anchor? What can you hold on to in the midst of what you see? You can hold on to what God said. His words are actually promises to us. He is promising us. Jesus said, Jesus is saying, I promise we're gonna go to the other side. Listen, it's some stuff that might come up between here and there. There's some difficulty we might face between here and there. There's some waves that might hit us between here and there. There's some wind that might blow between here and there. There's a lot that might take place between here and there. But here's what I need you to understand. I promise we are going to make it to the other side. I, I like how one, one preacher, I heard one preacher say this, man. It was, it was so cool. Uh, I like how one preacher said it. He, he said, it's, it's not so much that, that, that God cannot lie. Uh, he, he can't lie. He can't lie. No, don't, don't misunderstand me. He said, but but it's not so much that he doesn't want to lie. It's just that, and and I don't believe God wants to lie, but but follow me for a moment. He said, but but the thing is, the words of God hold so much power that if he says something, then it is. So so it's not about Jesus making up something or, or God making up something or, or saying something that's wrong or saying a lie or saying something false. No, 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 no. His words hold so much power. That whatever he says becomes. He said, if, if it's not, if, if you say, look, there's a, a two-headed dog, and somebody looked and said, no, nope, that dog just has one, one head. You, you told a lie. He said, but if God looks and says, look, a two-headed dog, he said, the, the words of God have so much power that if the dog had one head, when Jesus or when God says it has two heads, it grows another head. That, that's the power behind the words of God. And, and, and so what we have to understand is there's such power behind God's words. There's such power behind the words of Jesus that if he says it, it doesn't matter the obstacle before us. It doesn't matter the, the, the opposition that, that seeks to keep us from it. The fact that Jesus said it means it is, it has to be. And so we got to learn to go on what he said versus what we see, we have to learn to go on what sound Jesus, when Jesus says, let us go to the other side, he is promising them that, listen, one way or another, somehow we're going to the other side. When God tells us something, he wants us, uh, he, he wants us to understand he is giving us 
a promise, no matter what we see, no matter what we have to go through, no, ma no matter what the situation is, we are going to make it to the other side. We are going, it, it is going, his words are going to come to pass. We have to learn this, man. As Christians walking in faith, we have to learn to go by what he said. Don't, don't go by sight. Go by what sound. Don't, don't, don't go by what we see on a regular. Listen, I, I, I got to be honest with you. And, and I know our, our, our previous generation felt this same way, but, but because, because they would look at some of the things that were transpiring and, and some of the things that they see and it's like, man, this is rough. And now here we are, uh, we're looking at some of the things we're like, man, if, if mom and dad and grandma and them thought, grandma and them thought this was rough, that, that what they were dealing with, look at what, man, look at this political climate. Look at what's going on in the economy. Look at inflation. Look at the how, man, wow, what is going on? So, so we see all that, all that stuff is being fed through our eyes into our brain. And it causes us to, to calculate things differently. It causes us to approach things differently. And what God is saying, oh man, I, I need us to get this. What God is saying, I'm going to say it like I want to. I don't care what you see. What did I say? I, I, I wish I had some parents who were listening because because oftentimes and, and, and you can relate to this as a parent, you, you'll, you'll tell your child something and your child can't understand why you need them to do what you're calling them to do, why you need them to go where you're telling them to go, why you need them to not do what you're telling them to not do. It does not make sense. But what they don't understand is you can see further than what they can see. You've lived long enough to know what the decision that they're making is going to lead them to. So, so you're advising them on a different path and they can't understand it. And, and you say sometimes, listen, you, you, you just, <laughs> what my parents said, listen, you just got to trust me on this one. You, you just got to, you just got to trust me on this one. I know what I'm talking about. I, I, I've been there. I've done that. I know what I'm saying to you. And you, you can't see around the corner, but I've been around the corner multiple times. You just have to trust me on this one. And I'm telling you that the word of God, God is telling us, oh, my child, you just got to trust me on this one. I, I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like, but you can't see around the corner. I can. I, not, not, not only have I been around the corner, I'm around, I'm already around the corner. I've gone through, I, I've seen what's coming up. I know what's, I know the plans that I have for you. I know where I want to take you. I know what I'm trying to do. You have got to stop trusting what you see and rely on me. That is the essence of faith. Putting our trust and our reliance in God. I, I, I know what I see, but 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 frankly, I can't even trust myself on this. Because I got I got feelings wrapped up into this thing. I got history wrapped up in this thing. I got I got situations that's happened to me wrapped up in this thing. There's so much going on that that frankly, my sight is even obstructed. So, so, so even though I think I'm seeing what I'm seeing, I got to be careful to know that, that my sight is obstructed. Can I call on David for a minute? 
the children of Israel are, are in array against the, the Philistines and the Philistines are sending out this giant who is challenging the, 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 the children of Israel. 40 days and, and 40 nights, he comes out and he shouts curses and he's coming at them. And, and all of them are afraid because this guy is so big. This giant is so large. David comes on the scene and David says, man, don't let your heart faint because of this guy. I'll go up against him. Wait a minute, David. You're just a little fella. You're you're, you're a kid. You're you're a child. You're a youth. You there's no way you can go up against this this uh this this guy who's been fighting since before you've been born. He's a giant. He's his coat of mail is so large. He has somebody. He has to even have somebody come help him carry his shield. Hey, this guy can fight, man. What are you talking about? But the problem is, the children of Israel were going by what they saw, and they weren't going by what God said. David comes on the scene and David is able with his spiritual eye to see past the giant Goliath and see through to God who is bigger, who is greater, who is stronger. They're so busy looking at how big the giant is that they fail to see how big their God is. Yes, it might look daunting, but not when it comes, not, not when I stack it up against God. Yes, it might look difficult, but not when I place it up beside God. Yes, it might look, look large. It might loom large. It might seem big. It might be a giant, but not when I stack it up against my God. And we got to learn not to see the thing. Our own judgment can be off. And that's why sight is so dangerous. The sight itself can be debilitating to us. What we see can be a disadvantage to us. And that's why God is saying, stop worrying about what you see. Get a word, get my word. That is what's going to be sound. That's what you can stand on. That's what you're going to be able to hold on to. His words are his promises. No matter what we see, no matter how bad it looks, we got to understand Christ is the solid rock. It is his words are promises. We can stand on that. His word becomes our firm foundation. His word becomes the rock on which we stand. His word becomes the thing that galvanizes and keeps us and takes us over despite the obstacle and despite the things. He won't fail. His promises cannot fail. His words cannot fail. Stop going on what you see. And let's go on what God said. If God calls me blessed, I'm blessed. It don't matter what, what it looks like. It don't matter what folks are saying. It doesn't matter what's going on around me. God told me I'm blessed. I'm blessed. It's that simple. It's a promise. I may not feel like it right now. I may not even look like it right now, but I'm not going on that. What did God say? Now I'm going to walk into it. That's where my faith comes in. I don't stand on my sight. I stand on what is sound. I stand on the very word of God. Stop going by what you see. Go to God. Get a word from him. Go to Jesus. Let him speak a word over your life. Grab a hold to his promises and keep them in your heart so that when when the view is not what you need it to be, when the sight is failing you, when you see something that is frightening, you can say, yeah, but my God is able. He has called me here. He has placed me here. He is directing me here. So that means he is promising that he is going to take care of me every step of the way. I'm not going to go by what I see. My faith, that the faith that's going to move mountains out of my way, the faith that's going to allow me to overcome every obstacle is the same faith that's going to allow me to see through that thing that's trying to obstruct me and see exactly what God has called for me. 
And as a result of that, I will prosper. I will succeed. I will overcome because my faith is going to hold me, keep me firm, anchored into what is sound. And that is God and God's word. I'm telling you, man, I pray something that was said today will be a blessing to you. I just believe that if we do this, it will completely revolutionize the way we live life. It'll completely revolutionize the way that God is able to pour out his blessings in our life. It will stop us from being hindered and slowing down our blessings based on what we see. Uh, it'll stop us from being so overly concerned with our sight and being more concerned with God's sight and with God's word and with the soundness of God's promises towards us. It'll make all the difference in the world. Again, I pray something was said that'll be a blessing to you, man. Continue to like, follow, share, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, share with somebody who uh, you know may may really benefit from it. I, I just believe that uh, it can be a blessing to them as well. Be sure to to, uh, to follow us on our social media platforms. Uh, reach out to us. Let us know how we can be a blessing and how we can uh, bring up some topics and talk about some topics that are relevant and pertinent to our everyday lives. Again, we want to be super, super practical and make sure that we are able to walk this thing out. What is the word? Now, how do we walk and live out that word? And the word for the day is don't go by what you see. Go by what he said. Listen, God bless you. God keep you. I'm thinking about you. Uh, if we can do anything for you, be sure to let us know again. Uh, so, so pleased to be with you guys on another episode of Home Your Heart. Again, I am Pastor Mark, your podcast host. And I can't wait to our next episode of Home Your Mark. God bless you. God keep you. And I love you.